Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, welcome to another edition of Sports of the Legend. Along with my co-host Macaulay Matthew. It's me, of course, Liam Memo. What's up, Mac? How you doing? Hey, man. How's it going? I'm doing okay, man. Good to have you on the show, as always. Hey, glad to be on here as usual. And it's also great to have you all, ladies and gentlemen, to check out this episode of Sports of the Legend. On today's show, we're going to be uh, previewing the upcoming MLB season. You know, um, our picks who we think are going to go to the World Series and win it. And um, also preview the upcoming um, Hard Games at Extreme Rules preview event. But, um, you know, most importantly, we'd love to hear from you. And that number is 563-999-3529. That's 563-999-3529. So feel free to talk about any of these topics and more. Again, let your voice be heard. We'd love to hear from you. Um, but with that said, you know, let's let's talk baseball, man. And uh, who would have thought in a million years? You know, before this year, that we'd be having we'd be having opening day for the Mets and the Yankees and all the other baseball teams in July. Oh yeah. I mean, we had spring training in in July. You know, summer camp. You know, and um, you know both both the. You know, um, Mets and Yankees played their first exhibition game against each other. And, um, you know, right now there's a tinker tape, tape parade, you know, down in Manhattan. Even though, you know, everybody's quarantined, you know, because, you know, Yankees won the first game of the exhibition game. So, by the final score, 9-3. You know. Mac, Mac, you know, he almost took the day off, you know, the night, the rest of the night <laughs> off and didn't come on because he was – yeah. Just celebrating, high fiving, uh-huh. or at least elbow b- bumping, you know, yeah. uh, some fellow Yankee fans, you know, uh-huh. for their, yeah. their big victory. This exhibition game, I want the, the real <laughs> games start later this week. That's when the real games start. Yep. The real games start for you on Wednesday night. I mean, yeah, Wednesday against the Thursday. No? Nationals? Uh yeah, the Nationals. I think isn't yours Thursday? I think mine's is Thursday. I think my, yours is Wednesday. Mine's is Thursday. Let me. I, I'm pretty sure yours is um, yours is Wednesday. I think. I think yours is 23rd. Mine's is 24th. Okay. Thursday actually. Thursday seventh. So Yankees against Nationals. On Thursday. Yeah. 23rd. And, and Mets is it, oh okay gotcha. And, and oh yeah, okay, yeah, because I know mine was twenty fourth. I I mistake mistake the days of the week. So yeah, Thursday is the twenty third for 
the Yankees against the defending world champions, Nationals. I mean, who would have thought I'd be saying this prior to, you know, October baseball last year, but, you know, Nationals, they stunned everybody and, you know, won it all. I mean, I know they got the great pitching with Serger and um, I'm what, why, why are they escaping my head? Uh, um, you know, um, what's his name again? Strasburg. Yep. You know. Nola. But, no, not Nola. No, sorry, no, not that's, Nola. that's Philly. That's, I'm thinking yeah, about. Philly. Uh, who's the other guy they got? Uh, Granky. Yep, Granky. You know they they got it. You know they got it. They got, they got him from uh, Astros. Right? Uh, no, no, Arizona. I think didn't they? I think they got him from Arizona. Oh yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, I'm thinking of Zach Granke. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He, didn't he get traded to them? Or no, he's with them? No, he's still with Astros, right? Isn't he? Oh wait, wait, wait. What am I thinking about? Yeah, yeah, you're right. Oh my goodness, yeah, that was a big off-season trade. Yeah, he went to the Astros, right? Right. Right, because they took him after, um, you know, to to counter um, Cole coming to the Yankees. Right, right. Yeah, aforementioned Yankees. Who's the third person I'm thinking that they signed? Well, no, Granky. They they got a mid-season last year. Remember when they had Granky, Cole, and um, Verlander? No, no, no. I'm talking rotation. about the Ash. The 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 um. I'm trying to think who the heck they had. Oh no, wait. Who's that guy? He was a he's a hurler. He's from Corbin. That's a, that's what I'm thinking of. Oh, the, okay. Corbin is the third person I was thinking of. I see. Yeah, Granky was the big off-season move, you know, in the first off-season, you know, before, you know, the you know the pandemic hit, you know, shut everything down. But um, yeah, um, you know, the the Yankees are going to be um, facing the defending world champion Yankees, and then of course, Mets will be opening off against the Braves. I, you know what's your what's your thoughts on this uh, the Yankees opening up? Oh yeah, it's great. You know, get to get to see you know some of these guys. I'm just excited. Baseball is back, man. It's, you know, this COVID nineteen has pretty much ruined everything, uh, including sports. Mm-hmm. Glad to see baseball is back, and glad to see you know um, Yankees are back into form after this nine to three whooping. Even though it's mm-hmm. an ex- exhibition game. You know, I like the way these guys are, uh, you know, good to see these guys like Tauchman and Kraus. Some of these guys are going to be, you know, backups and coming off the bench. Uh, nice to see them playing well. Um, but, you know, I want to see some of the other guys as well. The main guys, Judge, Sanchez, you know, want to see how they're going to fare um, during the season because, you know, usually they're, uh, they're injury prone during the year. So hopefully this is an injury-free year for all the Yankees, you know, and, all, and hopefully the other guys that were injured early on, hopefully they've uh, recovered and have been resting up uh, to get ready for opening day. But, you know, I think this is going to be a good year for the Yankees. I mean, on paper, you know, you could make a case, you know, they're World Series favorites, as they are pretty much every other year. But, nope. You know, this year there's high expectations, especially, you know, getting cold. You know, the Yankees should be there in October. 
But I don't know how they're going to set up. I mean, do they still have the league set up where it's going to be um, combined? We have American National League in one division, or are they going to stick with normal divisions? How is that going to be set up? Uh, I don't even remember, to be honest with you, because I know they were talking about, oh, making everybody. I'm assuming it's regular because, Okay. I know they were. I know they were talking about having all the, you know, having them a uh, grapefruit versus Catholic yeah. League World Series kind of thing, where all the national there would be no National League, no American League, everything would be jumbled up. But I think that's been shelved because um, we're be playing dumb. in our we're playing in our home parks. Right. Everybody's playing in their home parks except for the Toronto Blue Jays. You right. know, they they can't they they can't play in uh, Toronto. I see. So they can't play on the sky, the the sky dome. So let's say, hypothetically speaking, you know, they they upset the Yankees, you know, in the playoffs and go to the World Series. They can't. They cannot issue the ultimate challenge at Sky Dome against the Mets or any National League team they face. Oh, so okay. So I see it now. So here's a breakdown that they have. So it's gonna be sixty game schedule. Starting yep. July 23rd for all teams, and the so pretty much teams will not venture outside their regions. Mm-hmm. So you're only gonna have the East teams play each other and the West teams play each other. For instance, NL East will go against AL East. Correct. Yeah. So the American League uh, Yankees, for example, they only play National League East teams. That those are the only National League teams that they're going to play this year. That's it. Mm-hmm. Which I think is, it's you know, that's kind of like the old days. Because uh, yeah. in the old days, you didn't have the American League teams play the National League teams that often. Yeah. You know? So I think that's actually good. And then each team will play 10 games apiece against its division. Mm-hmm. Okay. Which is not bad. So 40 games total against uh, division teams. Okay, that's not bad. Mm-hmm. So it actually could work out, it looks like. Mm-hmm. And, of course, you got the DH now uh, in the National League. So after seeing what the, the DH looks like tonight, what do you think? Um, I mean, I'm, I'm I thought there wasn't any difference to it, honest. Um, I Do mean... you see any difference? I mean, I watched it here and there. I didn't watch the whole thing, to be honest with you. But, okay. you know, um, I think once I watch a real game, it'll, it'll affect me. Because, I mean, I, I just, you know, I just wave the white flag, man. This is what's going to happen. So, you know, I just okay. I just hope the, the Mets will take advantage of it, you know. Yeah. You know, because they, they're the team in the National League. National League that benefits the most from it. I mean, Braves, Nationals, they they are a good team too, so they it benefits them too. They got a they got veterans on their team also. Yeah. Um, Freeman's back. I mean, he 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 dealt with um, with you know coronavirus. He's back with his with his team. So, you know, um, yeah, it's gonna be a tough NL East. You know. Yeah. For for you know for the Mets as usual. You know, your boy Cespedes is back. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, he always has that lot of potential. You know, to yeah. you know, 
make the, you know change the the Met offense. You know, five years ago when he came to the team, he was the offense. You know, you know, with the exception of um, La Potential. No, I, what's his name? Uh, Murphy. You know, yep. destroying the opposition in the um, in the postseason up until you know the World Series. You know, and then you had uh, Conforto. You know, getting hit a bomb. Yep. <laughs> made those that 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 was um you know had that game when the made the Royals pitchers feel real uncomfortable, comfortable, you know hitting those two <laughs> home runs, you know, you know. But unfortunately, you know, it wasn't meant to be. But this this offense has the potential to be better than that 2015 team because because anything you get from Cespedes is a give you know is a bonus. You know, but you know, uh, if everybody stays healthy, they they got a they got a strong offense, and you know, of course, they have, um, you know, the Grom trying to win back to back to back to back, signing awards, trying to go for the trifecta, would be the first man to do it if he does it, and he'd be in rarefied air if he does that as well. Um. Syndergaard, unfortunately, you know he he's out for the rest of the year. I think he needed he needs time to jump surgery or he he had it. Earlier. Oh yeah. Um, so they're gonna need Porcello, Waka, and um, of course Max. Um, did I miss anybody? Strowman to um, you know, pick up the slack. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, they got the potential to do it. So. You know, Porcella, he's been a good pitcher his whole career, with the exception of last year. Strowman, you know, he started off a little shaky when he came to the Mets, and then he turned it around in his last couple of starts. Uh, Mats, you know, he's he's pitched a lot better these last two starts. He, he's been able to, to pitch like, at least, what, 30 games? And, you know, before that, he was injury-prone, so... Um, you know he, you know he's he looks like he's making the the change to his career. You know, being a reliable starter. This year, uh, would you say that the Mets have more question marks uh, regarding their pitching rotation than any other year? Because of the uh, fact that Syndergaard is out, and you know, right now, I mean, who's that number two starter for the Mets? Uh, I would say Stroman. Stroman would be their second. Stroman would be their second, and then Stroman was, you know, he was a bit inconsistent last year when he came yeah. over. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, Porcello, you know, can be that number two guy. Yeah, Porcello has that chance to be the, uh, you know, a number two starter also. Yeah, yeah, Porcello, you know, had some good years with the Red Sox, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's another guy. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he definitely has a chance to be a, a number two starter, you know, for sure. Uh, Matt, he's, I think he's gonna do good, you know. And uh, Waka, you know, he's going to need to turn back the clock mm-hmm. like he did with his Cardinal Days 2013 season. You know, the the Mets, I mean, yeah, I guess, the you know, the, the Mets do have some question marks. Um, but I would say the most of the question marks would be more so in the bullpen, the the back end of the bullpen with, with Familia and uh, Diaz. Because the, the Mets pitching, you know, they have, they have the potential to be really good. I mean, obviously they've, they're they're missing Syndergaard, 
So, I mean, that's a hit right there. But uh, my biggest, to me, the the biggest X factors for the Mets is uh, Diaz, one, familiar to, and then three would be Cespedes. Which I think he'll he'll definitely bounce back because the pressure won't be on him and he's in a, another walk here. But if if Diaz and Familia don't bounce back, then Mets aren't going to do anything. Period. You know, Mets that Mets last year they had a good season. You know, if you know if they if Diaz Diaz and Familia were doing their thing, and if Mickey Callaway you know, was at least, was, you know, in my opinion, at least a mediocre manager, they would have made the playoffs, you know. Did, did Diaz pitch tonight? Uh, yeah, he gave up like two runs. Uh, in oh, the, in, and, and uh, wow. And Alrighty. then, and then Familia, he gave up one run, but apparently he, he pitched well. It was just they made a lot of errors, you know. Sound like I'm talking about the 2015 World Series. <laughs> but, I, but I digress. Um, yeah. Well, so well, now, well, now these relievers now, there's this three batter minimum. So now, you know, it's gonna be tough to get some of these specialists into the game these days. Mm-hmm. You know, it's gonna be tougher for managers to manage. So, how do you feel about that? About you know this three batter rule for relievers? Uh, no, I don't like it. I mean, I think a manager should have free range to do what he wants to do. The only loophole is it is if you bring someone in to get the last out of the inning. Yeah. You know, you could do that. But, yeah, I'm not a fan of, uh, you know, that that change of, you know, basically taking away the strategies from the manager. And then another thing that's even worse is the extra inning game, you start off with a, a batter in scoring position. Yeah, I don't know? agree with that. I think that's dumb. I think that's a dumb idea. I mean, yeah. it's not fair. I really, it you're really giving a team a scoring chance right off the bat. Yeah, there was a there was a Met or Yankee pitcher that 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 voiced it, that that publicly voiced their opinion. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it might have been it might have been your boy out out of Vino. That mm. might have said something. I can't remember who, but I think it was him. Probably him. But in any case, you know, so it's, it's a bad idea. Yeah, it's that doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and in other Mets news, um, there's rumors that A Rod and J Lo met with um, Robert Kraft, you know, to potentially help them buy the Mets or also join the ownership or give them advice. I mean, the you know the rumor has been conflicting. Some rumors say, you know, he's not interested in you know, you know, um, owning the Mets. Or being part partial ownership with, you know, A Rod and, and J Lo's group. Some people think he get, you know, A Rod and J Lo came to visit that just ask him advice and maybe he he's just interested in the real estate around City Field. I mean the the reports are are conflicting, you know, with yeah. his interests. But um, yeah, I mean I'm just I'm just hoping that um, it's either it's either A Rod and J Lo's group or, um, you know, Steve Cohen's group. Because all these other groups, I'm not, I don't know, I, I, I don't trust them. You know what I mean? I think, I don't know, I, those are the only two groups I, I, that I trust out of, you know what I mean? Because yeah. the two, the two, 
type of people I want to um you know to be in you know to own the team is either one you're a Mets fan or two and or you're 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 you know you're a baseball fan you're competitive no matter you know you're a professional you just you will spend the money no matter what to to make the team improve so you know if you're a Mets fan you know you got you know you're gonna do everything you can to make the Mets be you know return you know you know become world champions and hopefully hoist it up as soon as possible yeah but um it, it, you know if 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 you're not a baseball fan you're just doing it for you know you're just doing it for you know to make a a profit you know it, it's not the team isn't going to go anywhere as a matter of fact if you don't spend the money in sports and you put it in your pocket and you don't spend to improve the team you're not going to make money because at the end of the day if your team you're not producing a good team the fans are not going to want to show up, and if the and if your team isn't good, you're not going to make it to the postseason. And if you don't make it to the postseason, you're not going to make postseason money. So, just on a competitive level, you want your team to be in striking distance of winning a championship anyway. So, in a business and True. a in a you know a competitive sense, you want your team to be in the running every year. So, I'm yeah. just hoping. Whoever the Mets have, whoever will be the next Mets owner, you know, will will you know, will care about the fans and try to, you know, put a product that Mets fans could be proud of. Yeah, invest in the team. Exactly, man. Because, you know, the Mets fans, they don't just want a championship. They don't. They don't just want to see that third World Series ring, that world, third World Series title back where it belongs in Flushing. We need it. No more Mr. Nice Guy, man. We need that title back. It's been since it's been since eighty six. You know what I mean? We need yeah. the title. You know what I'm saying? Enough is enough. Yep. It's time for a change. To quote Owen Hart. <laughs> we need that we need the title. We don't just want it. We need the title. So 2020, let's do this. Let's do this, Mets. Let's go. So my pick for the to to see the World Series is going to be Mets versus Yankees. Mets will 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 stun the world, overthrow the 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 Dodgers again in the playoffs. Because ever since '88, Mets have had the Dodgers number. And if you remember in 88, the Mets dominated the, the Dodgers in the regular season. You know, they won at least, what, 10, 10 out of the, the 12 games or so that they faced them in the regular season. But, uh, you know, David Cohen, um, you know, gave an interview that was criticizing the Dodgers, and the Dodgers used it as bulletin board material, and the rest is history. The Dodgers upset the, the Mets, and then afterwards, of course, they beat the the A's for their last ever championship. You know, most notable for Kirk Gibson hitting the the walk off home run off uh, uh, Dennis Eckersley in Game One of the World Series. So enough is enough, man. Mets Mets are gonna beat the Dodgers and LCS and face the Yankees. 
But this time, but this time, I don't know if McCauley's listening. I know he's a Yankees fan. Oh, no, I'm listening. Oh, but this time, there will be a happy ending. The storybook ending will happen for the Mets. And if it doesn't happen, then I will be committed. Well, you know. Because the Mets have to be committed to winning this championship. Well, you know, it's good to have dreams. I mean, but I think (laughs) the only happy ending you're going to see is at a massage parlor. Because it's going to be Yankees and Dodgers, I think, in the World Series this year. Yankees, Dodgers. Write it down right now. That's what everybody thinks. That's what everybody (laughs) thinks. That's what everybody thinks. But I'm... I'm I'm going against the I'm going against the grain. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. Okay. So I'm picking the Mets to upset the Dodgers, going to the World Series, facing the Yankees, and defeating the Yankees. Twenty year anniversary of the, hey. the the Subway Series. Let's go. And you know if Robert Kraft does uh, buy the Mets, he. He actually knows a lot about happy endings. If you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we we get the picture, man. But hopefully, he can buy the the. He can hope you know J Lo and they'll you know get the team. But I don't yeah. think. To be honest with you, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna. Um. I don't think he's gonna get involved. To be honest with you. I don't see it. You never know. I think he's. I think he's just content being with the 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 Patriots. I don't think. I don't think Robert Kraft can do a can do it. I don't think he. I don't think he thinks he could take on the task of, of making the mess win a championship. I don't know. I think he's content with just the Patriots. I'd be pleasantly surprised if he if he if he becomes part of the ownership of the Mets. You never and know. You never know. You know. I hope so. That'd be sweet. That would be awesome. Cause he, you know for sure, he, you know he's gonna, he has his resume says it all. Yeah. He is the type of owner the Mets need. We'll see. You know, anything's possible. So I, again, I hope. Whoever the Mets owner is, they're gonna be competitive. They're gonna, they're not gonna be cheap. They're not gonna make make the Mets embarrass, you know, embarrassment, you know, of the league. You know, training away their their good young prospects and then getting nothing in return, getting aging players. This is this is the time, man. Mets, Mets are gonna, you know, improve in the draft. Which they, they, you know, they they've have they have been past couple of years. Time they gotta spend the money, bring some players. So time will tell who the Mets trade sell their team to. This this decision will impact the Mets for at least the next decade. If the Mets, if the Mets, what you gonna call it? If they sell the team to the wrong person, the next time the Mets will go to a World Series would be 2030. <laughs> but if they, if they make the right decision, by 2025, they will hoist again if they make the right decision. 
So you got to believe. You got to believe. That's all I got to say about that. So that's my pick. Mets versus Yankees. And this time, the heroes of the fairy tale will win. You will get a Hollywood ending. Unlike, you know, the Dodgers, you know, thinking they're going to, they're going to, Right, uh, you know, a Hollywood ending where they make it against the Yankees and win. Like if it was 1981. <laughs> not, this, not this time. Let's go Mets. 2020. Let's do this. All right. So that's my prediction. All right. So that's that's it. I might look stupid in October, you know, <laughs> but you gotta believe. But okay, yes. Let me put an asterisk. Let me let me let me let me be very specific. Mets will accomplish their goals. They will win a World Series if, and I underline if and only if, Diaz and Familiar bounce back. Well, if they bounce back, back, you know, you definitely will have a playoff. I think you'll uh, definitely be in the playoff hunt. I think this Mets team is good. You know, I think this, And, hey, with this shortened season, anything's possible. So we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. But, um, yeah, let's shift gears. Um. Yeah, let's let's talk about this this upcoming pay per view event, the horror show at Extreme Rules. Pay per view coming up tonight. I I could have sworn that we had another e- Extreme Rules earlier this year. Yeah, me too. I could have sworn we did, but looks like we didn't. Because that would have been dumb if they had two Extreme Rules. Because they did have Roadblock. Twice one year, I think, or maybe maybe back to back years, we very close in proximity. Yeah, I think when Dean Ambrose had the title or something like that, uh, you know, several like a year or two ago. But I digress. Yeah, let, let's get to the let's get to the show. This um, reveal event. So we have New Day versus Biggie and Kofi. Versus um, Cesaro and Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, what is it? A tables a tables match for the WWE SmackDown Championship. And wow. yeah, so that's that's gonna be a good match, I think. Yeah, I, I definitely think so. Um, I could see definitely New Day retaining, but. It makes more sense for for Cesaro and, and Nakamura to win the the titles. I mean, they definitely need this this push. New Day will always get it back from them. So I, I think I think they they need the upset, Cesaro and, and Nakamura. You know, um, this is gonna be a very good match. Um, might possibly be the best match of the night. Looking at the, you know, I, I think so. Yeah. You know, all the matches for the pay per view, but 
I'm going to go with Biggie and New Day retaining the titles. Biggie and Kofi retaining the titles. Yeah, I could definitely see them retaining it. Yeah, they they definitely, you know, this would be a great time for Cesaro and Nakamura to win it. But, hey, for all we know, there could be a rematch at uh, SummerSlam, so. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah okay I'm I'm gonna go out of the limb I'm most likely gonna be wrong because I should with, with WWE you gotta pick you gotta just play it by the books man because they mm-hmm. most of these times they just they don't do anything out of out of the ordinary so you know I'm gonna I'm gonna say Cesaro and Nakamura even though you know WWE is probably gonna play it safe and just. Biggie and Kofi retain it again. Yeah, I think that's that's just gonna happen. Yeah, I could definitely see that happening. Um, Apollo Cruz, the the United States champion versus the fake United States champion MVP, and the the title is for the United States championship. And I don't know about you, but what was it last week or two weeks ago? I was confused. You know, MVP, you know, unveiled the new United States Championship. I was thinking, like, maybe they um, they um, stripped, um, you know, Apollo Cruz of the title and, you know, MVP just awarded himself it. But MVP just created the new United States Championship. So I guess they're going to battle for MVP's title, even though Apollo Cruz is the new champion. So, I mean, he's still the champion. Yeah, but with that say, Apollo Cruz is gonna retain it. Uh, yeah, this is a tough one. I mean, I could see Lashley interfering and causing yeah, that... Apollo to lose the title MVP. Um, I'm gonna go with that. I'm gonna go with the MVP becoming the new champion. Yeah, that's all. And that's then a... he could probably do. He could probably hand over the title Lashley. I don't know if that'd be legal, but I could see him doing that. Um. Well, I guess technically it's not it's not possible because uh, Andre the Giant won the title back in the days, his only title, and then he handed it. To, oh yeah, yeah. To Andre to um Ted DiBiase, and then it wasn't. Yeah. Rest, maybe days later, it wasn't recognized as you know him being the new champion. Oh yeah, definitely. So I would assume, but then again, WWE always contradicts themselves. So who knows? I mean, the past couple of years they've had Hell in the Cell matches and then no dis- in disqualification, a no disqualification match ending in a, in a disqualification. And then when you think about it, was it a few months ago or was it a month ago when um, they had um, what you would call it the trying to think of their names, True Profit battle against. Um, the the Viking Raiders technically the match didn't start, but I mean come on it was a it was a like a no disqualification match, but they apparently they it didn't officially start, but then they were fighting each other all over the place, and then they switched gears and battled ninjas, you know, but in any case. Who knows? Who knows what WWE is going to do? Uh, another uh, scenario would be where 
Lashley interferes, causes Apollo Crews to lose the title to MVP. MVP game, you know, becomes a new champion. And then maybe on the following night on Raw, MVP allows Lashley to pin him for the title. Oh. Kind of like uh, back in WCW where Kevin Nash allowed Hogan to pin him for the championship. I don't know if you remember that, but. Yeah. You know. With the. And then, and then, and then, of course, you had the single point of doom where Kevin Nash was battling Hogan, and yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah, right. Yes, they're right. That. Oh yeah, what I was talking about also was um, the heck was I talking about? Oh yeah, um, um, the European title, Triple H, uh, Shawn Michaels was pretending like he was gonna fight Shawn Michaels, but then he he let. Uh, Triple H pinned him for the U- to win the Euro- European title, and that was, I think, Triple H's first ever uh, title win. Right. As a singles competitor, so that might happen. Uh, that that could, that scenario could happen again. Yeah, you never know. But yeah, I think Apollo Crews is gonna retain it. Uh, well, he's gonna retain it, and then I guess gain MVP's title. MVP but, has a title. Remember MVP has the new version of the United States Championship? Yeah, well, it's just fake. Yeah. <laughs> but but that's, maybe. that's why I think MVP is going to win, because once MVP wins, he'll probably replace that his new version with the uh, that new version over the, the one that um, Paula Cruz has. Yeah, that, that's, a good, that's a very good point, because if Apollo Cruz retains his title then it would be weird for him to be like, yo, I like this title more. I'm listening <laughs> to this one. So, yeah, it would, it would make more sense if MVP would win it and that as a result he becomes a new champion and then institutes the new title that way. See, yeah. that's, where, that's where WWE messed up. They should have unveiled the new title after MVP won. Oh, yeah. Would have won. Right. That, that was bad timing on their part. That's what kind of confused me because it was like they they stripped. I was thinking they stripped Apollo Cruz of the title, and then what? Yeah, it was confusing at first for me too. Yeah, yeah. it was when I think was it last week or so they were like, oh, um, you know Apollo's still the champion. You know they're they're gonna battle each other out. I'm like, okay, then how is their new champion? Like that's that's a weird. um, Yeah, weird. Well, he had something similar back in the day when Shawn Michaels had that fake Intercontinental belt claiming to be the real champion. And then he had Razor Ramon win both both the fake and the real Intercontinental title in that ladder match at WrestleMania. Wow. So maybe there's a scenario where Apollo Crews holds up both U- U.S. titles, fake and real. I guess so. I guess that's – yeah, I guess that's the only – Scenario, I guess we could think of. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, hmm. Yeah, what you said makes more sense. Your, what you, your, 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 um, your logic makes more sense for it to happen. Yeah, to replace for MVP to win and just replace that current U.S. with his version. Yeah, unless Apollo is like. Hey, I just want to, you know, rub in your face. Yeah. This is going to be the new title. But, yeah, it makes more logical sense for him to be the winner and then 
officially show his title as the new one. Yeah. Man, I this is yeah, I, you know what? I'm gonna stick to my guns even though what you say makes more sense. But yeah, I, I think I think uh I think I'm gonna stick my to my guns, even though you're you're I'm gonna still pick Apollo Cruz even though um your logic is more makes more sense. Yeah. And speaking of not making sense, this upcoming match is Rey Mysterio versus Seth Rollins, an eye for an eye match. And they revealed what was it last week? That it's not just a typical, you know, eye for for an eye like, you know, okay, I, I want to get revenge. No, folks. WWE wants to take it to a whole new other level. <laughs> it's literally an eye for an eye, as Seth Rollins um, explained it on Raw. So, if you thought the the Infernal match was was extreme, um, I I, don't, I can't even think. I can't even think of another, like, really extreme match that's, like, I mean, that's, like, you mean, like, a legit, like, insane match. Yeah, extracting um, the person's eye. Like, a, this is like a Mortal Kombat brutality. This is insane. Oh, no. This is insane and dumb at the same time. I would rather see a chairs match than this. Like, like seriously? Like, why the hell would they... Come up with an idea of literally pulling some dude's eye out. Like, isn't this a PG? Isn't this um, Samurai PG era? Like, yeah, yeah that's. I, I mean, this is a dumb, dumb idea. It's a dumb. It's literally a dumb idea. I thought the chairs match was a dumb idea, but this, this one really takes the cake or or the eye. Yeah, I mean, this is this is really a a, a dumb, really a dumb idea. Um, yeah. I don't know what to make of it, man. I mean, so you can have an eyeball, like, <laughs> like. So either they're gonna seriously injure somebody, or most likely they're going to have a a fake eyeball. Yeah. You know, come out somehow and be like, oh my eye, ding 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 ding, <laughs> and then they just throw it into the inferno. I mean, like, so yeah, weird. it's a dumb, it's a dumb idea. I mean. It sounds extreme. I know it's extreme rules, but this is like really. What's next? Uh, you know, they're gonna have a decapitation match. Like, <laughs> where are they gonna draw the line? Like, this is this is ridiculous. Like, yeah. <laughs> is, well, like, well, I think um, I think this might end up in a no contest. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I don't think you're gonna see it happen. Of course. Um. Uh, they they never said it was a no disqualification match, right? No, I don't think so. Hmm, you might have a point there because it's 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 it. What was the word I'm looking for? It's assumed that it's a no disqualification match because the only way you could win the match is by you know plucking your opponent's eye out. Um, right. So normally that would be uh. No, a no disqualification match, but yeah, maybe you have a point there because they never specifically said 
that it's a no disqualification match. Like like I said a few minutes ago, they the last two Hell in the Cell matches ending in, ended in disqualification. So WWE will um, find some way to um, do something stupid. So, yeah. all right. With that said, explain this. Given this this whole college style essay and thesis about this this idiotic match, I'm picking Seth Rollins to win this. Wow. I, I have a feeling that it's going to gonna end in a no. Somehow, it's it, there's not going to be a winner. I think it's uh, it's Seth Rollins. I'm telling you, Seth Rollins. I bet Seth Rollins is going to win. So, so Ravenstein's eyeball is going to be in Seth Rollins' hand. Yep, he already wears a mask. He already lost one of them apparently, or it's da- the other one's damaged badly or whatever. No. So he'll just be blind. And that will end his career. And Seth Rollins will just walk around with his eyeball, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Wear it like a necklace. I don't know. I don't know what weird weird stuff that that they're they're they're. Yeah, very weird. Um. So, with that said, I think um, it's um, it's a what you gonna call it. Seth Rollins will win. Oh yeah, you you still think? Okay, let's say if it doesn't end in disqual no disqualification, who do you think will win? Seth Rollins or Rey Mysterio? I'll if go Rey Mysterio. Rey Mysterio, and then you probably see Seth Rollins with a patch, wearing a patch for the rest of his uh, wrestling career, <laughs> like a pirate. <laughs> I, you know, I I just gotta see it. You think it's a funny? I'm wearing the eye patch. <laughs> I could see him. I could see him. Talk, I could see him saying that. <laughs> I could see him saying that, but I, I just, yeah, I don't think they're gonna do that to to Seth Rollins, man. They would rather do that to Rey Mysterio. I mean, he's at the end of his career. They already made him lose one of his eyes or severely damage one of his eyes. So, in any case, I think they're gonna just complete the look, and Rey Mysterio is gonna be blind. You know. That'll be the end of his a dumb way to end a, a legendary career, but you know this is what WWE wants to do. Yeah. And um, you know, up next is a swamp fight match. A, a Wyatt swamp fight, and it's gonna be Bray Wyatt, the old school Bray Wyatt, OG Bray Wyatt, <laughs> versus. The Monster Among Men, Braun Strowman. Um, despite the title of this um, this um, this match, I definitely think uh, you know, Braun Strowman's gonna win this match. Oh yeah, um, no, I think Bray Wyatt's. Yo, you said Bray Wyatt, right? No, Braun Strowman. Oh, you think Braun Strowman's gonna win? Is this for the title? Because I'm looking here. It doesn't it's, a, it's a non-title match. Before they were saying it's a title match. Really? I heard that it's not a title. It's a non-title. Before they were saying it was a title match. Uh, no. Right here, right here. I'm reading it. it. Doesn't look like it. It doesn't say it's for the title anymore. For whatever. Yeah, I'm. I heard that it's not. It's not for the title. 
that's dumb. It would make sense for Bray Wyatt to win it, and then you'd yeah. probably have uh, the, the Fiend win it on the next pay per view. Yeah, then if that if that's the case, if this is a non-title, then then Bray Wyatt will win it. Then. Yeah, I'm going with Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt will win. If this is if this was legit a non-title match, Bray Wyatt's gonna win this because there's no point of Bray Wyatt losing if it's if it's an if it's a non-title match. It, it right. would make it would make no sense. Yeah. Wow, this is really a non-title match. Yeah, that's what they said. Man, that's a joke. That is a joke. In the pre-review event. The champion's not even using his title. Okay. So, okay, let me see what else is next. So, in that case, if it's a non-title match, then Bray Wyatt will win. If it is a title match, Pontron will retain. But, yeah, it looks like you're right. Um, It's a non-title match. That's ridiculous. But it is what it is. Alright, let's see what else is um let's see what other match they have. Um wait. Um uh yes, it is um Bailey, the woman's the SmackDown women's champion, defending the title against Nikki Cross. And um, I think Bailey will retain. It'd be good to see Nikki win it, but yeah, I don't think they're gonna put the title on her right now. Yeah, me too. I think Bailey's gonna win it. Mhm. And then on what you will call it? Uh, what you what was I gonna say? Uh, for the Raw Women's Championship, Oscar, the champion, will defend her title against. Bailey's best friend, Sasha Banks, for the for the WWE Raw Women's Championship. And I think Asuka will retain that. Yeah, I think Asuka will retain it as well. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if all of these matches, the, the people retained it. Yeah, I think that's here. exactly what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm starting to feel this way. I'm, I'm really, as I'm going through this, I'm, I'm starting to feel like this is what's going to happen. Even I did pick Cesaro and 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 Nakamura to win it. Um, yeah, I think it, I think it's it's something that was like all the people are going to retain this. This pay is going to be a wash because spoiler alert: Drew McIntyre puts his title on the line against his old friend Dolph Ziggler for the WWE Championship. And as you could tell, what I said a few seconds ago. Dolph Ziggler, um, he's not going to win. I'm so sure of it that I might even say that Dolph Ziggler has a 100% chance of losing. And I don't. And I never say, I never say I'm 100% sure unless I'm 100% sure. There might be a 1% doubt, but I don't know. This is as close as a, a, a bet. That I'm that I'm gonna put. This is as close to 100. I'm gonna say, there's no way Dolph Ziggler is gonna win this match. And this guy's a former champion, twice. 
if I'm reserving me right. But yeah, yeah no Dolph Ziggler. Dolph Ziggler is not going to win the title. I agree. I think just Drew like, McIntyre will retain. Just like um, Braun Strowman had a supposedly he had a, a, a what a sixty-seven percent chance of 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 losing the title against Miz and Morrison, but we all knew there was no way he was going to lose that title. In this same case, um, Drew McIntyre will retain against Dolph Ziggler. It might even be a squash match, to be honest with you. Because, hey, if he could squash Brock Lesnar in five minutes and then squash his buddy, uh, he's Slater in like three seconds or so, you know, Dolph Ziggler, man, he he might – this. I wouldn't be shocked if it was a squash match. It happens, you know. Well, that's about it, man. Um, anything you would like to say? Uh, no, just uh, everyone stay cool during this heat wave, especially if you're in the East Coast. And, yeah, just come back, check out the show every Saturday nights at 11, only on Box Talk Radio. Well, you heard the guy check out um check out um you know the show um every Saturday is at eleven and of course uh you wanna check out you know my YouTube uh channel at Sports of the Legend T V. Check that out on YouTube. And um yeah, enjoy the games coming up. Baseball season starting. This um this what's gonna call it this uh what Thursday and Friday. So he's gonna call me. I'll see you guys next time. Peace. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC.